Welcome to Extraterrestrial Reality. Well, the most significant week ever in the study of UFOs, as well as the effort to finally reach a point of UFO disclosure, is coming to an end. Uh, but there are still some things to talk about. Of course, as we all know and recognize that the week started off with that big giant article in the debrief about former intelligence officer David Grush and his assertions that there is a reverse engineering program going on behind the scenes of craft that are non-human in origin. And then we also had another uh, report from Michael Schellenberger on public.com, Substack, and uh, he was talking to some of the people that Grush was talking to. Now, some of these names are anonymous right now. These names are anonymous right now, but uh, he's being told that uh, the, the United States has 12 extraterrestrial craft at least, in the inventory. So we have that. But of course, the other big story to break this week, nationwide, internationally, actually, is the story that's from Las Vegas, Nevada, where a family had seen something landed in their backyard and they saw two eight to 10 feet tall, eight to 10 foot tall creatures in their yard that were definitely, decidedly not human. And there is some evidence to go along with all of these things with this event. And I want to talk about that. I, I, I've been, there's a lot of information that's starting to come out on, on this whole uh, issue. And uh, there's more information that uh, I put some notes together, actually. Now, apparently, uh, now, we learned just a couple days ago from KLAS Channel 8, a CBS affiliate from Las Vegas, oh, did a report on this, an outstanding report, I thought, about this whole incident. And then again, there was another report yesterday from George Knapp, who works at KLAS, about this incident. And uh, we, 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 there, was, there are still some questions with regard to this whole thing. And, uh, but some of those questions do, have been answered. And actually, there was somebody else who has been on this case before, actually, KLAS, but we, we didn't know about it. There's an uh, a in, uh, investigative journalist uh, from the, named Doug Papa, who has his own podcast, and he actually had uh, Angel, who's one of the people, one of the witnesses to this to these creatures, on his podcast, and that was as of, uh, right now that was ten days ago. So they, he had he was on this before anybody else, apparently, and he had an interview with uh, Angel. Now the, the family's not uh, rele releasing the the location of where they are or their full names. Only the only person that I see so far going public is Angel. We don't know what his last name is, and I guess they want to keep it secret. <laughs> they don't want people to know where they live because then. Uh, you're going to have media from all over the world probably descending like locusts or even maybe even quicker than those beings did descend it in their backyard on their property, asking them all kinds of questions and, and pointing cameras in their faces and things like that. They don't want to, and, and among other people, not just media, there'll be probably people interested in this subject uh, traveling there uh, to ask questions. And, and I guess they just don't want that kind of publicity. But I, I listened to a podcast, uh, from the Doug Papa podcast today. And, uh, there was a lot of information there that I called, uh, and he had an inter a great interview. I thought with angel, uh, very interesting stuff. And now angel himself has created his own YouTube channel. And, uh, he already has over as of this, uh, recording, he already has over 200,000 views of of his he he provides some uh, uh details on the incident and uh and he's and he also indicated that he plans on uploading more videos uh, about this too um uh, he said he's not looking for fame or fortune he just wants people to know what happened and i believe this person there's a lot of people online right now that are uh, running around saying that uh 
Oh, this guy's a liar. Oh, even on my on the uh, podcast that I did on like on YouTube, for instance, in the, in the comments, somebody in all caps, this guy's a liar. Like, how do you know? You don't know that. Who are these people? Either these are the people that don't believe in this, that are just uh, refuse to even consider the evidence out of hand, right? Th those people, either they're complete, absolute dum-dums or they're, they're plants from the government because obviously the government is involved in this and they have looked, been interested in this for for. Uh, some reason and we're going to get into all of that because i took some notes on uh what we have learned so far and for all i know there might be some more information coming out right now as i record this but you know i'll continue to uh update everyone on what, what what's going on here well th these are some of the notes that i took today on this so for after listening to the podcast on the uh doug papa show and also listening to the new uh youtube channel video from angel one of the witnesses and uh some of the things I, I called from all of that, I, I, I took some notes on this. Now, for one thing, uh, they were working on a car. Angel, his brother, and his father were all working on a vehicle at the time when this thing came down. Uh, now, of course, I, I actually believe now, after looking at the, the video of the, the police body cam footage that was actually being filmed, being recorded at the time when this object came down, I think that that is the object. I think that the body cam footage actually captured that object. I do not believe that that thing was a meteor on that. On that. It looked like it was moving. It looked like it was... Meteors don't move. Meteors can't make turns, right? That thing looked like it was making some turns. So when you look at that video close up, it looks to me like that thing was you know angling to the land somewhere uh now some people were saying this it was cra it crashed but uh, i don't know about that i i don't think it did crash i think it landed you know uh in, in their backyard and so that that uh footage from the uh vest of the police officer i think that that's that actually captured the craft right uh, one of the comments that he, that of course, as uh, Angel has been making, he, Angel, of course, is the same person that called in nine one one that night, and, uh, he, and and made that incredible statement to the nine one one dispatcher that there's aliens here. These are not human beings, basically. He's and uh, and he was telling Doug Papa in his uh, recent interview that it looked like an alien. That's what it was. Basically, he said it was these. There was two of them that he saw. They were eight to ten feet tall. That's how tall they were, and they're definitely not human. And we're going to get into all this stuff here as I go through some of these notes. And he said when the craft was coming down, he saw he saw the craft. It was a round craft. It looked like a shield. And it was flashing all these different colors, blue, green, right? And then there were sparks when it hit the ground. So he, so there were sparks when it hit the ground. Uh, some video surveillance footage, by the way, uh, from a local resident captured the sound of the object hitting. That's what it sounded like right there. So they, so there was some surveillance cat footage that was uh, uh, working at that moment that you could hear that sound. That sound is doesn't sound normal to me, does it? It sounds, something, uh, it sounds like something weird was going on there. Uh, and then when Angel and the others investigated, they couldn't see the object, he said. Angel said it was blurry. It looked blurry when he was looking at it. It took a, a few moments until he, till he was able to see. And then when the blurriness dissipated, it wasn't his eyes that were blurry. It was the object. The object was some, like apparently had some sort of invisibility capabilities because he wasn't able to see it clearly. You know, the thing that he saw, the round object that was that looked like a shield that had flashing all these different colors, when it hit in the backyard, all of a sudden, that when he looked at it, him and his family, his brother and his father, looking at this thing, they, it was blurry looking. Uh, and then when the blurriness uh, dissipated, according to my notes here, Angel said he saw two silvery beings in the backyard. 
And his impression was that their legs were broken because of the way the knees were bent. Uh, the, the beings were not wearing any clothing either, uh, he said. Uh, there was a circle impression, by the way, then we'll get into this, left in the backyard, as if something very heavy had been there. Uh, there were no burn marks because it was only soil, apparently. There was no grass there, but there were no burn marks. But whatever this thing was, when you look at this picture um, uh, uh, that, that uh, Angel had provided, and again, I, I, I urge everyone, uh, that when you get a chance to check out uh, the video that Angel had upload, uploaded to YouTube himself to check this out, it's, it's, you know, I don't want to use all this stuff. That's, I don't want to infringe on anyone's copyright. Um, uh, but it looks like whatever this thing was that landed, right? Whatever this left that impression in the ground, that circular impression, it looked like it had to be pretty heavy, right? Whatever was sitting there. Well, what's interesting about this, uh, there was a, uh, there were no barn marks, but the surveillance camera, camera owned by the family, uh, for when this all events happened, right? They cut out during the event, but police later, later pointed out to the family that, uh, before the craft had landed, the footage showed that there was no circle there. But then later on, when the footage was working and when the camera was working again, uh, you could now see the, the, the depression in the ground that the, that this object had left. Uh, now, so when they went back there and he saw the blurriness and everything like that, he uh, then it dissipated. Then he saw, a, you know, the, that's when he saw the two figures. He saw one of them apparently running from the left to the right, a tall figure. Uh, one of the beings went behind a front loader or a forklift. I'm not sure uh, for pictures of the, he's, I heard it's a forklift and somebody else says it's a front loader. I'm not sure about that. Again, all these details will be hashed out as this thing goes on. And he also heard, uh, something that he described as voices he heard voices and then he heard and he heard footsteps and heavy breathing like he he actually saw the creatures uh breathing you could see that the 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 chest was going up and down as the, and he heard the breathing um he had goosebumps on he felt goosebumps all over his uh body and his, him and his father went in the yard and they saw one of the beings in the forklift uh, and he saw big blinking eyes, and, and it, the, for one of the creatures that he was looking at had big blinking eyes that had eyelashes, right? And then he, they couldn't run. He felt paralyzed. Uh, he was there for, for momentarily while this thing was staring at them, right? They were paralyzed in place, like he described it as sleep paralysis. Uh, the paralysis ended apparently when the creature discontinued eye contact. And here was a direct quote from Angel when he was talking to uh, Doug Papa. He says, "You just look in the eyes and you get stuck in it." Uh, he said, uh, the next, uh, after the police came and after this event was over and investigated this whole thing, after the police came and left, because the police didn't stay there long, the two, there were two officers that showed up about a half hour after he reported this, 25 minutes, 30 minutes after they re made that, re that, uh, 911 call. And after they showed up, uh, uh, the, uh, there, they heard after they left, after the police left, they heard, apparently it might, might, they might, these beings might not even have left yet. Cause they, he, according to angel, he heard, they heard footsteps on the roof, even though the craft that was, that left that impression was no longer there. They, then after the police left, they heard some footsteps, like something was running around on the top of their house. Uh, <clears throat> And then another thing that he found uh, in, in, on, because now, of course, this happened around midnight, April 30th, like just before midnight on April 30th and the early morning hours, just after around midnight, May 1st. And then uh, earlier, later on in that morning when it got bright out and he went outside to look around, he also found footprints of the, what these beings left. And they were large footprints, like 15 inch uh he said the footprints were not human. That's that. But unfortunately, he didn't take any pictures of that, of the footprints. 
Uh, apparently, he does have some more video to share. Now, there was a video floating around on Twitter. Now, I don't know uh, that that purportedly shows a, a, an alien being. I, I don't know what where that came from. I don't know if that's from Angel. There, I I don't know. Uh, it wasn't on the video that he put on uh, YouTube, so I, I'm not going to use that. I don't know if that was somebody that faked it. It looked very blurry, but it did look like there was some sort of a being, a head of a being with with two big uh, black eyes in it. I'm not sure if that's from this incident or not but it is floating around twitter uh yeah and then uh the police they didn't the police he said the police didn't stay that long because they were he said they were very scared the police were actually the two police officers that showed up were very scared and then of course then the next morning they also found the footprints in the yard and here was very this was another very interesting aspect to this whole incident was uh several days later may 6th there were two other police officers showed up to to do some more investigation to do some follow-up investigation and according to angel i guess the department felt that the original officers didn't do a thorough enough job so that's why they sent two more officers but i guess during that same day at that same i don't know apparently at the same time when those cops were there uh they noticed uh angel noticed that uh there was a black suburban that was driving in front of their house that had a a a, a white united states government plate on the black on the back of it and inside were three guys wearing sunglasses and black and and suits that were driving and look look looking over at the house right and he said that the plates were definitely united states government plates and they were wearing, and these guys were wearing suits and dark and sunglasses uh he angel tried to drive uh try to catch up with the with these people in the car with his, his vehicle but apparently he lost them apparently so the government uh, apparently showed up and showed uh, are apparently interested in this whole incident uh which makes it even more interesting now doesn't it now especially when you consider uh what's all been going down lately with the effort to finally get to disclosure where a government keeps telling us that there's nothing to this but yet they're showing up secretly obviously uh when when things like this happen they, they're interested in it now who, who are these people driving around in the suburban are they men in black uh <clears throat> are they perhaps uh maybe they're not government officials some people think that some of these people could actually be aliens themselves hubrids the ones that are living among us right that, that's always a possibility but i think the bottom line is is that we, we've reached critical mass on this ish whole whole thing here this thing is starting to split open right uh it is it's coming to an end i believe i believe we've we are seeing the beginning of the end this week has been very significant with the release of this story and when you think about the the incredible david grush story that was in the uh the debrief on monday and then the other follow-up story uh from michael schellenberger about the uh uh, the tw- the 12 craft that they have insiders telling him anonymously uh but there are at least 12 craft that the united states has recovered that are extraterrestrial uh and then you hear a story like this and you have evidence there is evidence there's a picture of the depression in the ground where this thing landed right there's a circular depression in the ground that wasn't there on the video surveillance before the event happened you have uh, the witness testimony. This guy's. Th- these. This guy's telling you the truth. I mean, this, these things happen, right? These. Th- this is very similar to other incidents I've heard of before, right? You have that. You have the. You have the surveillance footage where you could hear the thing landing, and then even more importantly, you have the police body cam footage where that was taking around the time when this thing allegedly came down that shows the craft that you could see something falling from the sky. There, I mean, this is it. We're, I mean, this is as close as you could possibly get. I mean, if you can't see it at this point, if you're somebody who's been on the fence 
It's time to get off that fence. It's time to, you know, okay, what's going on here? It's time to have the government tell us what's going on here. Anyway, we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about what, is this all, what does this all mean? Okay, we are back. What was going on on the night of April 30th and the early morning hours of May 1st in Las Vegas? What actually happened here? What was it? I mean, I guess that's something we need to think about. Are are the extraterrestrials themselves giving us a demonstration? I mean, they're going into a, a Las Vegas. I mean, the, uh, apparently a suburban area of Las Vegas. And this is what you're, what's happening. I mean, you're, you, you see, yeah, we, they're actually were captured on, on, a, on a body camera from a police officer falling down apparently and then you have the witnesses the three people that saw this the you have the 911 call you have all these things it's almost as though uh the extraterrestrials are letting almost letting us know if that's what it is if this was some sort of a demonstration the, the, the extraterrestrials themselves might might be trying to prod us into the uh acknowledging that the existence of of, of them being here that that's what this might be i don't know i guess we all we could do here is speculate on what's happening here i mean you think about the significant things that have been going on in the w w with the article in the debrief with uh, with David Grush and 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 we know all a lot of us out there already know that the government has been covering this up and lying about it for all these years, uh, and we just want to have the acknowledgement made. So the the scientific community need, needs to be aware of this instead of playing these tiddlywinks games uh, like we don't know yet and all that kind of stuff. No, no, we do know. I mean, we do know. People ask about it for evidence, right? This constitutes evidence. Right, the the surveillance footage of the sound that constitutes evidence. There's something here. There's they're, they're up to something. What are they doing? Why did this? Why did this happen? I guess again, is is it a demonstration? Uh, did they actually have technical difficulties with their craft and they had to land momentarily to do something and then before they could take back off again? That could be it. Uh, uh, we just don't know. We're, you know, I, I've I've talked to about this uh, anonymous source who I talked to before. I've talked about this person numerous times. Uh, this person was uh, who had spent 36 years as an electronic engineer, uh, working, uh, be performing research and development for NASA on the space shuttle, uh, the NRO and the CIA. Uh, uh, also worked for different. Uh, uh, it all ended up working for with, uh, with DARPA on robotics. This person is an anonymous source for me. Also did some work for some private contractors for the government, uh, this electronic engineer. And this person has uh, sometimes contacts me and gives me opinions on what he believes. And well, in the original time, the, the first time this person contacted me, he told me about his own experience, which in a way is similar to uh, the incident we're hearing coming out of Las Vegas right now. And uh, this is what he said. He says, I mentioned that I saw something in 1997. I was living in a rural area in the hills southwest of Tucson. I was awakened one night. He was in Arizona at the time. I was awakened one night by the sound of something scraping on my bedroom window like fingernails on a blackboard. I had a dreadful feeling that something very dangerous was trying to get in. But worse than that, I had this bizarre feeling that it was intensely hungry and needed to feed on me. So he had this feeling that something wanted to eat him. I dismissed these feelings in the heat of the moment because there was no actual evidence yet and grabbed a pump shotgun and ran to the window and flipped on the floodlights. I then saw something that I'll never be able to forget. It apparently was a tall grave. 
It stood about seven feet in height with a relatively short and thin torso, a very large head and very long legs and arms with three fingers on each hand. It was moving away from the house, so I only saw it from the back. But the way it, mo it moved was incredible. The legs took long strides while the body and head remained perfectly upright and just glided smoothly along. When it reached the fence, which was about four feet high, it simply went right over it without breaking stride, like a hurdle jumper in the Olympics. It ran into a clearing about 200 yards away, at which point a craft of some sort rose silently up and drifted away to the south. Seen edge on, I couldn't tell if it was circular or triangular, but the bottom was radiating a yellow-orange light. Just a few seconds after it flew away, two Air Force A-10s came in from the west, very low, and vectored north directly over my house. I've never seen A-10s fly that low, especially after dark. I thought perhaps it knew I had a shotgun and was scared off, but in retrospect, I doubt that was the reason. I suspect it had some way of knowing the A-10s were approaching, so it decided to leave the area before they arrived. I think if it wasn't for those A-10s, I might not be here today. Because of my need for employment and obtaining clearances, I didn't report this event to anyone. There was, however, another witness to the UAP. A young man who I had met a few times was vacationing in a small trailer just to the south of my house. I met him the next day and he reported the UAP to me without any prompting. He gave exactly the correct time and said he saw it at a very low altitude. It was an unambiguous and very disturbing confirmation of the event. A few days later, I stopped at a small cafe down the road and inquired about the young man. I was told he had stopped for coffee with his trailer hitched up and seemed very agitated. He said he was getting out of here as fast as he could, and I certainly don't blame him. In addition to that, I also found scratches in the glass of my bedroom window and some large footprints which appeared to have three toes. This had a profound effect on me, including repeated nightmares, boarding, boarding up my windows, and eventually abandon, abandoning the house entirely. Some people might think this experience colored my judgment, but I'm afraid that's not the case. After more than 20 years of examining everything I could find on the subject, it all seems to point in the same direction. And rather than being a mere anomaly, my own experience only serves to support the conclusion that our planet is being colonized by a species of alien parasites that feed on human and animal blood. So that's his opinion, that these are parasites that feed on human and animal blood. Well... I guess that remains to be seen now, doesn't it? Uh, we, we, if we're talking about cattle mutilations, uh, maybe. Uh, I don't know. Uh, could be. Could be that that's the reasoning behind this book. I mean, if you look at this instant, recent incident, I, I, unfortunately, I wish Angel would have gotten some pictures of the prints that were left in the ground. I'd like to know more information about this. In fact, I did. I have made an attempt to contact Angel. I would love to have him on my podcast. I'd love to talk to him about this. Uh, there's a lot of questions I have. I, I I'm interested to see if uh, if if he could provide a drawing for this. He he, he might. Apparently he he's going to provide some more information. Hopefully we're going to see some drawings of this thing pretty soon. Uh, you know I'd like to see that. What did it look like exactly? Um, maybe he could get some uh, one of those uh, sketch artists that go to courtrooms and things like that. A professional sketch artist to to. Uh, put his vision uh, what what he saw on paper that would be great if he could do something like that um uh, but i'd love to have him on the show here and i i have made an attempt to make that happen well we'll see if it happens or not i'm sure he's i'm sure he's getting bombarded right now uh by 
phone calls and emails from a lot of different people. And uh, I'm just one of those people out there in the, in the universe trying to do that. Uh, but anyway, I think this is a significant event and I don't know who these people are. I, I I'm very interested to know about the, uh, actually the government is actually obviously interested. Angels talking about a uh, suburban with guys, men in black in their sun, dark sunglasses and suits with the United States government plate driving around his house. And then they took off. Well, you know, he tried to, I guess he wanted to talk to them and they took off. But to me, right, this, we, again, we've heard stories like this before. What does it mean? Uh, I don't know. They're here. That's what it means. I mean, it's time for everyone to wake up. It's time for the government to start talking. It's time to start hearing the truth from our people in the government that are, uh, that we put in the positions to protect us. It's time to know the truth. It's time to stop, uh, being stupid about this. It's time to, to, to send these debunkers, uh, home like the babies that they are. It's time to end all of this stupid charade. That's what this all means. That's what this means. Well, this week proves it. This is the biggest week in, in the, in U, UFOs that I've ever seen. I've never seen a bigger week than this week in my lifetime. I mean, uh, there's just so much stuff here to unpack. Uh, This story here is incredible. It's as far as I'm concerned, these people are telling the truth. They have the evidence to back up everything. You have this, that, that, you have the the, the footage of the, the that captured the sound. You have that. You have the footage off the, uh, on the police uh, vest captured the object coming down you have the testimony from the people you have the circle the depression that was left in the yard uh these people are telling you the truth this is what they saw and it does what else does it tell you these these things are flying around here they obviously have the ability to make themselves invisible they, they could be right flying right 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 outside your window right now and you're not going to see it because they could make themselves invisible these things have powers beyond our imagination. They could look in your eyes and make you freeze in place. They could paralyze you. You can't move. These people were unable to move. He said it was like sleep paralysis. So there are beings here that have abilities that exceed anything that we could ever dream of at this point in time. I mean, could you imagine being able to look at somebody and make them freeze in place and they can't move? How is that possible? Obviously, it is possible because it just happened again. This is a story. We've heard this from many, many other witnesses. And here there's a lot of evidence to go along with this. So if you're going to keep on denying this, well, too bad for you. Too bad. It's time to wake up and smell reality, folks. Uh, And it's time for the government to start giving us a little bit more information about what they know. What the hell is going on? Well, anyway, thank you for joining me. Until next time.